Welcome to Mommy Diary, the podcast. I'm your host, Angela Kim. I'm a creative, lifestyle blogger, and mom of four. This podcast is all about honest stories of motherhood and real conversations with real mothers just like you. Unlike my Instagram account, not everything will be beautiful. I promise to be vulnerable and share stories of all the struggles and the incredible moments we all share as women and mothers. So do me a favor and screenshot this episode, add it to your IG stories, then tag me at Mommy Diary. I'd love to feature you on my Insta stories. We're all in this together, mamas. Let's dive into the show. Hi friends, welcome back to Mommy Diary the Podcast. I missed you guys last week. Normally I record at least one or two episodes a week, but last week, for those of you who don't know, I had a family emergency in Seattle and I had to fly with my five-month-old daughter by myself to Seattle. And for those of you who are asking and wondering about um, my parents, if everything's okay, Thank you for your concern. Everyone's fine. My parents just needed some extra support um, while they're going through some transitions in life. And, you know, they're immigrants. um, Their English isn't the best. And, you know, me being the oldest daughter, I've always kind of taken on this role. And, you know, now that my parents are getting older and they just need help with just getting things done. So I was there for them. And flying during COVID is not fun, I would say, because I had to wear my mask the entire time. Luckily, the flight is rather, it's on the short side. It's about two and a half hours. But wearing a mask the entire time is not easy. And just making sure that my baby doesn't touch anything. It's somewhat easier now because um, she's five months old. So I carried her in my arms the whole time. But I can't imagine doing that. Like, for example, with my three-year-old son, he is so curious. He does not like to wash his hands frequently. Even when I get him to, it's a lot of work. Same thing with my oldest, my special needs daughter. So I don't think I'll be traveling during COVID for fun. But, you know, for those of you who are planning to travel or, you know, sometimes you have to, like myself, then I recommend, you know, just stocking up on hand sanitizer and just dressing comfortable and just really trying hard to keep your kids off, like, you know, away from touching things. And one thing that kind of made me nervous was that they didn't take anyone's temperature, which is really funny because every place I've been to, you know, even a restaurant or any type of like public, you know, space, if they're letting people in, they measure people's temperature. But the airlines didn't do that, which makes me feel a little nervous. But, you know, luckily I survived it. I'm back home. So thank God everyone's safe, you know, and thank you for your patience with me last week. If you're waiting for an episode, um, that's what happened. So today I have just a shorter episode for you. You know, I've been feeling very, very all over the place. And I've been very stressed out just trying to juggle motherhood and work and just everything else in life. And, you know, I was having trouble coming up with the perfect topic. And I thought, hey, why not share like what I'm going through, honestly, because I know that there's someone out there that, you know, who can relate to my current struggles. So today I wanted to go a little more into like parenting during COVID and how hard it is for us moms. So first of all, I'm an introvert and I usually love staying home. And it occurred to me today, I was on a call with another mom. It was for work and she said, and she's also a work at home mom. And she said, you know, now my family's in my workspace and that's what's hard for her. And then it just dawned on me that 
Just like her, my home is my workspace. I've been working from home for about six years and, you know, my husband leaves for work every day. My older kids had school till, you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock. My son was still small, so he had a babysitter during that time. And I had at least, you know, 9 to 2 and a half, 3 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday for myself and my work, which worked out great. So sure, I was working from home, but I was able to have a schedule and have a somewhat feel that work and life balance, work and motherhood, I should say. And, you know, of course it wasn't like perfected, but I felt pretty good about it. But now, like parenting during this pandemic, this is not working at home because everyone's home. You know, for the first two, three months, my husband was home extra hours, which was actually kind of nice because I had an extra set of hands. It wasn't just me with four kids. But now that he's back to work, you know, regular business hours, and I do have a babysitter who comes and helps me during the day, but it's still a lot of work because there's two younger kids and I have the older ones and it's just a lot. So even though I've been working from home, this is not the same. And even though I'm an introvert, this isolation that I feel, you know, by not being able to just freely go out and do things like I used to without a mask and, you know, all this anxiety, it's just so different. And, you know, if you're out there feeling isolated and at the same time feeling so like invaded in your space, for lack of better words, just know that, you know, you're not alone. So, you know, isolation is hard. You know, I'm not a super like, not a social butterfly, although I used to be when I was younger in college. Um, I think everyone was a social butterfly at the time. But, you know, now that I'm a mom and, you know, I have uh, my work, um, which I love and, you know, I've been okay without, you know, a lot of socialization. But these days, I really miss, you know, having just a coffee chat or even just a wine night with my girlfriends. I just miss that female energy, you know, and I haven't been able to, you know, enjoy that as freely. And I'm sure some of you guys can relate to this. It's been hard. And I think right now we're all expected to just hold it down like we always did and just be the strong, you know, mom that we are. But it's not the same situation. You know, before we at least had even four or five hours a day to ourselves. I guess if you have younger kids who aren't in school yet, that's a different story. It's it's hard, but it's still different. You know, even the younger ones sometimes go to daycare or they have, you know, extracurricular activities, which is really there to give us like free time too, right? Even if it's like an hour or two, but I know there's so many of us who are with our kids just nonstop all day, every day. It's a lot. So yeah, if you're struggling out there and you know, I, I'm sorry, I empathize with you. I feel so bad for you. I feel bad for all of us. This is truly unprecedented. And you know, it's not something that we talk about, I think as freely because we kind of know that everyone else is going through it. And for me, I feel kind of like dumb or, you know, ungrateful to complain about how hard my life is these days, but it's really hard. The work is hard. My everyday, just day to day is so hard. But I do want to, you know, suggest that you use this time to start something new. Even if it's like a one new habit that is good for you, replacing a bad habit with a good one, like starting a gratitude journal, which I'm a huge fan of. I talk about this a lot. When you write down things that you're grateful for, 
even though you already know it in your head, there's something new about actually writing it down. You materialize it and you are kind of telling yourself once again, even to your subconscious, all the things that you're grateful for. And to me, I honestly believe that gratitude is the most powerful form of prayer. And, you know, just being in a state of gratitude, you attract so many more positive things to your life just by being grateful instead of, you know, complaining and thinking about the things that you're lacking. But that's not to say that, you know, it's wrong to be honest about your feelings like I am today because this is hard. It's really hard. And, you know, I don't think that pretending like we have it all together all the time is really great for our mental health because, you know, this is truly a time when none of us have it figured out. So if you're struggling today, just know that you're not alone. And another thing that's really hard for me is like, I don't have a boundary with work and mom life. So I'll be, you know, really focused on something. I might be, you know, writing an email or writing a blog post and my son comes into my room. He sits on my lap. You know, he wants to play with me. He asks me to play with him. I say at least 10 times a day. And it's, uh, it's so sad. You know, I find it more like sad. I feel more guilty than I'm, than I'm annoyed because I understand, you know, he's bored and he was supposed to be in preschool. That was my original plan. I put him in preschool for about two weeks. He was finally getting used to it. And then we pulled him out because of COVID. So. Pretty much for the entire three, almost four years, he's been home with his toys, you know, with his sisters, with me, you know, and I can see why it gets boring. You know, you can only do the same thing so many times a day. And plus, he's a boy with a ton of energy. He needs to be out running around playing. It's been really hot these days and our playground has been closed for a long time. And I'm still a little nervous about, you know, COVID virus being out there because, you know, kids can be like major germ carriers. So, you know, while I understand this constant switching on and off of, you know, mom life and work life and just without boundary, it's just been really hard. So, you know, sometimes he'll just come and he'll just sit on my lap when I'm working and I don't want to yell at him to get off. I don't want to shame him for, you know, wanting to be with me at the time. And I completely understand, but I still need to get work done. So during those times, you know, I try really hard not to show um, like my irritation or just just being like annoyed. I, I try not to show that to him because, you know, in his three-year-old mind, he doesn't understand what's going on. He doesn't understand what a pandemic is. He doesn't understand why adults have to work. You know, all of these are foreign concepts to him. So I don't want to induce feelings of shame um, for feeling normal feelings. But, you know, I do have to get him out of the room. So, you know, at times like that, I just have to stop what I'm doing. And I tell him, hey, okay, let's play for, you know, five more minutes, 10 more minutes. But it's never long enough. You know, frankly, it's never long enough. Sometimes I'll say, you know, I'll play with you for 30 minutes and mom goes back to work. But once you're playing for 30 minutes, like they want a little more time. So, you know, I don't have an answer for you if you're struggling like I am. All I can do is share with you my experience. Today, I found that I felt a tinge of jealousy towards my husband. I don't know if any of you can relate to this feeling, but my husband has, you know, regular work hours. So he leaves the house around nine or 10, comes home at like five, six. And man, I am so jealous of him being able to work outside of the home. (laughs) 
you know, before when I was a work at home mom and I had like real time to focus, I didn't feel this way. But these days I find myself just looking at him with envy. And, you know, I tell him, man, you're so lucky. If I had even five hours a day, can you imagine what you can do with five hours a day? Just five hours a day is all we mothers need to do something new. Won't you say whether it's a project or, you know, finally cleaning out that closet that's been bothering you or, you know, doing a DIY project, you know, redecorating a room, anything, even five hours a day can be so monumental and so much for us, but it's five hours that we don't get. I mean, we're lucky if we even get an hour a day. So yeah, I've been feeling jealous towards my husband. Not his fault. It's not his problem. But you know, those are feelings that I have and feelings that I have to try to manage. But then it occurred to me that for my husband, you know, home is a place of relaxation and it's a place of just entertainment and, you know, sleep and rest. But for me, My home is not only a place of relaxation and rest, but it's also a place of work. It's a place of productivity and, you know, hard work and building my business. So yeah, there are times when I feel like my family is all over my space when it's really not that way. But, you know, um, those are just my feelings and it's really, really hard, you know, so I have to constantly tell my husband, you know, ask my husband to watch the kids for them or for me so that I can get, you know, X and Y done. And, you know, he's supportive, but he's not a mind reader, you know, it requires a lot of communication. And, you know, I do let him know. I think I just have to work on delivering that message to him in a more empathetic and understanding way. I do try to do that. I don't do it perfectly every time. So sometimes it does come off as blaming. And, you know, that's something that I'm still working on. And time management. Gosh, time management is really so, so hard these days. So again, without that, you know, stretch, I mean, I wouldn't even ask for five hours. That was a pre-COVID days when my kids were in school. Even, you know, two, three hours, it's hard to get and like a long stretch. So I'm just using pockets of time, 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there. You know, I'm lucky if I get an hour because a kid is sleeping or watching a movie, you know, and then soon after I'm interrupted and I have to go back into mom life and I have to do the dishes and cook and make sure all the kids are, you know, eating their fruits and vegetables. And then I have to kind of turn that off and go come back to work. But that can be interrupted, you know, really fast with my son or my daughter coming into my room. And, you know, I do have to consider like locking my room sometimes when I'm really seriously in work mode. So I honestly don't know what the right way is. So these days I've been seeing, you know, a lot of self-care memes or self-care messages on Instagram. And that's the message that I send out a lot, too. But these days, I haven't had much time for self-care. Um, even beauty rituals, I can only do really short ones that I can, you know, uh, multitask. Like while I'm watching TV, I might wear a face mask, something like that. But it's really, really hard to find like a dedicated time just for my skincare regimen or even a long bath. Because now like my kids are in this stage or my son is at this place where Every time he sees me taking a shower or taking a bath, he wants to come in. So I don't know if any of you can relate. So like, I'm scared to take a shower in front of him because as soon as I'm in the shower, he goes, oh, mommy, mommy, me too. It's so cute. 
And I get it because he loves water play, but now I can't even take a shower or a bath without my son wanting to hop in unless I, you know, unless my husband's home or I tell him in advance. So it's a lot. I haven't been exercising. I know I have a mirror subscription that I love, by the way, but I just don't have the energy. So, you know, hopefully, you know, I can get out of this rut and, you know, get back into my healthiest self. But as of now, I'm really, really having trouble just being on top of everything. And if you can relate, just know that you're not alone. It's all of us. We got this. You know, we just have to stay strong and just push through and just know that this is all fleeting. One day, I'm hoping that we'll look back to 2020 as a year of transformation and self-discovery. I know I'm doing that. As of now, nothing's making sense. And I absolutely hate this year. But at the same time, you know, there's a part of me who understands that this is a transformative year, a year of just amazing growth and transformation and clarity for a lot of us. So I do know that 2020 has its own messages and lessons and, you know, just nuggets of wisdom as long as we're open to it. So with that said, I want to thank you for listening today and I'll be back next week with another fresh episode. You are my sunlight. Thanks so much for listening to Mommy Diary, the podcast. If you can relate to any of my stories, my hope is that you leave this episode feeling a little less alone and a lot more inspired. For more parenting and lifestyle stories, head over to my blog, mommy-diary.com or join me on Instagram at mommydiary. If you're loving this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a 5-star review. I love connecting with you, so send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear next. Talk to you next week.